This last Neezy news cycle, rich black folk who've been insulated from the black experience are now media darlings throwing black agenda advocates like myself under the bus. Show must be comfy sleeping in that big house. The Wall Street Journal says us blacks had it good when we were being lynched. God, I bet there was not a single tribulation we could tout during that fantastic triangle trade situation we had going. Suge Knight's defense for his actions in that fatal vehicular homicide is, I'm blind. At least in one eye, he's got a blind spot. Kind of like the T-Rex from Jurassic Park. You notice only the niggas who moved got ran over in that video of his. A black man was hung from a white sheet in a tree in Mississippi. That's what makes songs like There Will Never Be a Nigga in SEA, I mean SAE, so meaningful. And of course, we have a major announcement from the This or That's coming up. Keep it locked right here on TNPS. United States of Earth. Welcome to the Neasy Please Show. I'm your host, Neasy Please, reporting in Washington. We begin tonight with this. What the hell's going on with black entertainment media figures whitewashing their hands with us in the goddamn struggle like we done overcome already? Worldwide. Niggas be acting like we done arrived at the promised land. We ain't even close to crossing over the base of the mountain of equality, let alone reach the promised land. We, ladies and germs, are somewhere in between. You see, there is a fifth dimension beyond that which is known to black men and women. It's a dimension as vast as space and as timeless as infinity. It's the middle pillar between whites and blacks, between successful niggas and struggling-ass niggas of all races, between science and superstition, and it lies between the pit of colored folks' fears and the summit of their knowledge of self. This is the dimension of the imagination. It's an area we call the high life zone let's see who's living in the high life zone meet Khan, a chicago native rapper who's been taking pot shots at what is and what is not authentic hip-hop culture since the west coast personified black life experiences on until the present day and how he explains that blacks need to forgive and forget let's take a listen to a sound bite that i've specially selected that cherry picks and frames my analysis as only i would prefer it to be heard let's listen shall we me as a black man i'm not sitting there like Hey, white people, y'all did us wrong. And I mean, we know that that existed. I don't even have to keep bringing that up. It's like being in a relationship and continuing to bring up the person's issues. Talking that yang about how black folks need to just get along. Common sense would err on the side of caution before taking on the battered wife's defense of the black experience. But one time when I was just a young buck budding MC backpacker, Common snuck me into one of his concerts and I was very much underage. And for that, I got to say, good looking out, my nigga. But I'm saying you are going to have to work pretty darn hard to loosen up those electromagnetic braids that form the very construct, the very hyperbolic grid of reality, if you will, because you, my friend, appear to have slipped and fallen into the high life zone. 
balling ass nigga. What the fuck you know about the struggle? Maybe it's best we look to the little youth for answers. Meet Raven Simone, America's favorite non-African-American child TV star, defending host Rodner Figueroa when he said Michelle Obama could have been cast in Planet of the Apes. Let's enter the High Life Zone and take a listen to how Raven defended those comments on The View. Michelle, don't fire me from this right now, but some people look like animals. Is that rude? Girl, half my family does. I Am I like right, America? I look like a bird. Half my family. So can I be mad if somebody calls me Toucan Sam? Like oh, snap. I think Raven Simone put her foot in her mouth. Hmm, perhaps we need to dig even deeper into the roots of this matter. Meet ASAP Ferg, one of them hyper-successful motherfuckers from the ASAP click hollering about race on NPR's podcast. We all the same. Like, that's what, that's what it is about this culture of the internet is everything is merged. There's no racism with the internet. Racism only was, it's probably like five generations ago. Five? Yeah, race, racism is for, like, not, I wouldn't say generations, yeah, like five generations ago. Racism bent over. It's the old people that keep on, like, holding on to it. We don't hold on to that shit. We don't, we don't know racism. That's classism. I don't think it's racism. What do you, what do you mean by classism? Well, classism, meaning, like, you know, it's just, um, Basically, it's not about racism no more. It's about, like, you know, money. Well, goddamn, that nigga definitely got sucked into the high life zone. If these insulated black entertainers ain't say enough to curdle your blood on this matter, you could always check in with what Bill O'Reilly's got to say. He's been a proponent of race not existing for quite some time now. These folks would fit right in with that line of reasoning, at least giving him plenty of cover to continue barraging us with those baseless attacks. Or you could tell the homie to tune out of all that bullshit of all these comfortable-ass black entertainers and they can tune into the Neasy Please show where we rebel, cast dissent, and question the authority of black media figures who inadvertently speak nonsense in defense of all of us who are actually living this struggle and not solely those who profit from telling the messages therein. Otherwise, we'll be looking to that soul raven to excuse bullets in your deceased loved one's armpits as the predatory for profit American judicial system justifies black and brown lives being murdered in these streets over anything and everything. Nigga, I bet you racism is over until your record flop or your casting agent don't call you back or your show gets canceled, nigga. As always, you can feel free to email me via Neasy at Pleasy.com or you can check me out on Twitter via at Neasy Please. I'm on Facebook via Neasy Please, both the band page as well as the person. And I'm also on Instagram under Plain Old Please. We got that shit circulating up on SoundCloud. Don't be scared to hit that candy like hard button. Show that you love your boy Neasy Please. Please know that I love you too. Music, politics, and bullshit. Let's keep it cracking. We're going to take a quick break. And when we return, we're going to do the Neasy News. That's last week's news this week. Stay tuned. Welcome back to the Neasy Please Show. As always, moving at the time-tested and bona fide speed up 100% genuine true colored people time. We're taking it back to last week's news this week, and then we're going to tell you what to keep an eye out for in the week ahead. You are now listening to the Neasy News. Keep it locked right here on the Neasy Please Show. Today is Monday, March 24th. Let's do the weather. It's rainy with sun breaks at the same time, y'all. That's some normal Seattle weather. And the same goes for tomorrow, Tuesday, the 25th as well. Back in the day today, this happened, ain't no forgetting it. 1956, Sudan becomes independent. Happy birthday, Sudan. Moving on to 1983, President Ronald Reagan and the architect of the 1980 destruction of black communities through drugs, unfair policing, and racially driven politics pandering to people's worst fears. 
as well as the covert CIA operation to undo any type of black wealth accumulation, also jump-started the Strategic Defense Initiative on this day, and we've been zapping our space brethren out of the skies under the guise of the Star Wars program ever since. And finally, in 2013, the U.S. Senate approved its first budget in four years, doing their part to operate bare minimally, just barely keeping America's bills paid on Chinese credit for the bills that they racked up under the Bush administration. Thanks, Congress. We really appreciate that one. Hey, folks, President of Singapore Lee Kuan Yew has died at the age of 91. Lee Kuan Yew led his country for three decades under an authoritarian-style regime from right on out of third-world poverty into multi-ethnic economic prosperity and independence with low crime and little corruption. Not bad. See all them ass-whoopings for spitting gum in the streets paid off. Good shit. Rest in peace, Lee Kuan Yew. All right, folks, let's move on to the Neasy news. What we got, what we got. Wall Street Journal writer Jason Riley says that blacks were better off when whites were still lynching blacks. If he means that at least we had a political discipline commanding the attention of both the preceding and subsequent seated presidents of these United States as a people and a political force to be reckoned with, then he's probably correct. If he means our economic plight was better off in those days, then he can proceed to eat a fat dick and wash it down with a tall glass of that juice and be sure to chronicle every morsel in his coveted Wall Street Journal for the next few months so that he can truly appreciate the taste of his haterade. Stay off the juice, Mr. Riley. Moving on, let's see here. A UVA honor student was beat bloody for having his home state ID on him while trying to attend a bar. That's right, it's being investigated, but as for right now, it looks like this brother who was a UVA honor student and was carrying his home state license just for being on the street outside of a venue where cops said he refused to present the relative Virginia ID that they expected. But his home state ID was pretty valid, so this is just another senseless ass whooping that isn't really justified. Nigga, fuck the police. Don't believe me? Let's stop off at Florida for some proof where three Floridian cops were fired and one was forced to resign after text messages and videos of them posting, I can't make this up, with Ku Klux Klan hoods surfaced. These guys use state public resources to share messages like derogatory images of President Obama, attacks against minorities, including racist comments about blacks, Latinos, and gays. They also traded fun, informative messages to each other like, I had a wet dream that you found those niggers in the VW and I gave them the death penalty right there on the spot. And we're coming to drink all your beer and kill us some niggers. I can't make this up. We're coming to drink all your beers and kill us some niggers. It should be noted that these overseers served in predominantly black communities. That's no good. So, beer-drinking black people beware. There are killer cops on their way right now to serve and protect you in the hopes of drinking all your alcoholic beverages while dreaming up violently dirty thoughts about assassinating you on the spot. I touched on this type of shit last episode, folks, and I gotta reiterate so again. Black folks, people of color in general, never have time to discuss or plan or celebrate the killing of white men. We can drink all the beer we can hold, and we're still not gonna sing about killing whitey. White folks and white men in particular, you got to clean this one up. You got a problem with your community about this kind of stuff. I would advise you root out this type of ugliness to make sure that it never earns a right to serve on a police force in an authoritarian position. That's scary as all hell. You white people need to clean up your communities. You know that these white folks are living ninja, double agent, racist lives. Call them out for it when you see it. Just like you call us black folks out for taking responsibility for our communities. You guys need to clean up the racism in your own communities, you bigots. And scene. 
See, that's how all of us black men feel when you refer to us as thugs. It's rather blanketed vernacular, don't you think? This one's totally on you white folks who try to convince house niggas that racism is over. Moving on, we got more strange fruit growing down south. Sadly, another nigga was hung by a white sheet in Mississippi from a tree. Just a week after them white boys fraternity was singing about hanging a black man from a tree rather than letting him play ultimate frisbee with your brothers in the quad or whatever the fuck you guys do in your white fraternities. It's taken 30 federal investigators to conclude that this case is still inconclusive. Well, I done concluded that this shit looks like a hate crime to me, but looks can sometimes be deceiving. Just check out our next story. See, last week somebody posted white-only stickers in five shops surrounding a shopping plaza in downtown Austin, Texas. The stickers read explicitly, exclusively for white people, maximum of five colored customers, colored BOH staff accepted, BOH is back of the house staff, sponsored by the City of Austin Contemporary Partition and Restoration Program. These stickers rock the official City of Austin state seal logo to boot. This is awful, but it's definitely not as awful as the real issue hiding behind it or the real hate crimes that get overlooked in its place. This was actually a beautifully executed guerrilla PR tactic raising awareness on the controversies and complications of gentrification and how they wreak havoc on inner city communities. These stickers have been claimed to have been placed expertly by local attorney Adam Raposa in what is one of the most radically punk rock anti-gentrification, anti-racism campaigns waged lately. I'm going to let my nigga Adam Raposa, attorney at law and guerrilla PR technician extraordinaire, explain himself as to why he posted these stickers in the neighborhood and do prepare to be entertained as he speaks so much more eloquently than I would ever be able to do so on this show. I'm going to make it real clear that I'm on the same level, man. My tech game is on the same damn level as give a fuck. I mean, why I did it is pretty clear because it would be obvious that even though people know the real problem and the real problem is, is that people without money are getting fucked. They're getting pushed out and pretty quick. This area of town is turning into whites only, not by law like it used to be. And everyone's gonna jump on, that's racist, that's racist. Man, this town, the way shit works is racist. And I knew that I could just bait all y'all into just being as stupid as you are. Just allowing the issue to be framed in the most simple way. Oh, he said an offensive term. Let's not worry about the actual condition of the way things are. Let's worry about an offensive term. And that's how they got it. They got it sewed up. And, and, and they got this poor girl coming out here talking about, hey, hurt my feelings. Man, who cares about your feelings, man? Seriously. Are y'all gonna get pulled around like that for your entire lives? Or y'all just gonna stop giving a fuck? I don't give a fuck. Look at me. I use the technology every day to create possibilities. Apply the technology in your life and stop worrying about getting snitched on because it don't make a fuck what I did. I'm going to do it again. I don't give a fuck. He doesn't not give a fuck to not be heard. And there you have it, folks. Adam Raposa, attorney at law, telling it like it is. We'll keep you posted on this movement as well. Moving on, folks. Let's check out Suge Knight's expert defense strategy after hitting two people with his red SUV, killing one in the process in a hit-and-run vehicular homicide. Suge Knight collapsed in the courtroom after the prosecutor recommended that Suge's bail be set at $25 million and the judge concluded Incurred. Swear to God, as that notion was given, Suge Knight's just straight fainted. But things are looking up for the death row mogul if his new star defense attorney is any indication about it. Let's take a listen, shall we? But right now what this case really stands for is the Suge Knight or anybody have to be a willing victim. 
I, I don't believe, Judge, I don't believe in, with all sincerity and candor, that you or I would sit there and let three gang members fuck me up. Sounds like Team Suge has got things well under control there. See you in about six to eight, nigga. Moving on. And for our last story per this week's Neasy News, President Obama did an exclusive interview with Huffington Post's Sam Stein where he defended his record as president, talked about Senate gridlock, a Republican Party's unwillingness to find common ground, and media sensationalism, self-included, as he touted the Gulf spill cleanup and the Ebola scare as accolades to his legacy. Not exactly testaments to his leadership, but again, the free man's market is looking great. So I guess he's right, right? Right is relative. I know folks be like, damn, please, why you always go so hard on Barack Obama? Damn. I always remind folks that I voted for that man twice. Fuck it. If I could vote for him a third time, I'd do it again just to assuage my ego. Look, he's black, just like me. I like to remind myself of that fact several times a day. Look, he's black like me. I will not be able to vote for another Obama for quite some time unless Michelle or one of the kids wants to throw their name in the hat. Go on, girls. But I must confess, I am not the biggest fan of nepotism. Whether it be a Bush or a Clinton or an Obama, it could only lead to conflict. Which leads us into, in the week ahead, keep a lookout for Russia to escalate beef against Denmark for joining the NATO missile shield program and Israel spied on both us and, of course, Iran. This story ain't going nowhere anytime soon. Mark-ass motherfuckers, war is over if you want it. And finally, as always, I gotta take that time to shamelessly self-promote my shit. And this episode is no different. I'm here with the nicer half of the this or that's, Jahan McHale, a.k.a. I'm a dot, producer, singer, songwriter. Say hi, dot. Hello. He thinks I'm nice. It's true. You're nice. You're nicer <laughs> than me. <laughs> Perhaps. Perhaps not. <laughs> All right. So the this or that's is out. Do you want to say it together? Yeah. May 12th. What? All right. So I've been telling them, bro. I got to ask since you're here, you've materialized in the TARDIS. What are some things folks can expect to hear from these? Well, um, some tripped out vintage sounds, some uh, highly evolved futuristic sounds, uh, Micro beats, macro beats, um, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> swirling melodies that uh, sort of lift your spirits or plunge you into the depths of hell only to scoop you back out again. Distortion, resolution, I don't know, everything. Tada! All right, since we got that one out of the way, what are some things we can expect to hear from those? Well, hence the name. Those will be like these, but you'll be able to distinguish those from these because those are those. And, and these are these. These are these, yeah, yes. These are these and those are those. And, I don't disagree. Um, it'll be more of the same, but everything, every bit different. Um, Absolutely. I yeah. totally agree. There you go. All right. Thank you, Mr. Jahan McHale, a.k.a. Amadot, for joining us on the show. Our listeners really appreciate it. Ah, uh, well, I appreciate the ears. Universe B on these motherfuckers. And that's the Neezy Please show for now. I'd like to thank you, our listeners, for being with us. And you can catch this show again next week, motherfuckers. You can always learn more by visiting www.pleazie.com. That's www.pleazie.com. Keep an eye out for what we post in the future. More on that in future shows. Please feel free to leave comments on the Neezy Please show iTunes podcast page or the Stitcher page or wherever else we believe in comments at. And be sure to join us every week to see what's really good with new Northwest music via www. Pleasy.com. We hope you enjoy it. We'll see you next week with more music, politics, and that old bullshit ahead. As always, I'm your boy, Neasy Please, wishing you love, peace, and the pursuit of happiness. Let's get it. This house right here.
say easy, please say that's my name. Why ask why? I'm one hell of a guy. Now can I get an alibi? Don't wet shit, bitch. Open up wide. Y'all know me, Miss Hammerhead. Fucking fleas, parasites don't invite these. Two with no seat for a bite to eat, unless you like teeth in the windpipe G. What's up, high my team from the ghetto? Tragedy like Othello. When a nigga's a nigga, the bitch is a hoe. P.O.'s ain't woe, but dough was dope. Bill Screen, keep it real, gonna keep it broke. And have a spin by like hunters, folks. Let me hip your folks to how I was raised. Blaze on a rubber haze by the skyway. You know what if I said you can smoke every day? And I five getting head down the freeway. Sipping tankeray with your fees, eh? Your visa say use her easy. up in the SEA like a road juggling dynamite sticks with rage. When trying to get paid, get out of my way. I'll hold it down for the side of the cascade. Oh, say please, you so that stay when I mean my thing. I'm just a spleen. Bump them up till they dispense the cream. I leave them all dressed up in a wet dream. Pimp shit, I pimp this. Please don't spit no damn shit. If I said it, must have meant it. My words always.